Yeah. So Instagram reels. Mm. What a love. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Welcome to the Influenced Podcast. I'm Ella Dace, a social media manager and fashion designer. And I'm Bart Dace, a businessman by day, but more importantly, Ella's Insta husband. (laughs) Together, we run a social media company called Ella Bazaar Creative. We're here to talk about the social business world and the power of influence, how we learn from some and give to others. joined today with another social media guru. I freaking love this girl. She is so good at reels and just all of her content in general. And she, the, what was it, last year, you were the so, you were the, actually the sweetest and sent me a little Christmas card and everything. And it just, it was so nice because I feel like it was like we were both at the same, same place in our business. Yeah. Also in the first year of our business. And it was just so nice that you did that. And I'm definitely going to do that this year. I can't wait to send you your little Christmas gift. <laughs> little surprises like that. I have yeah. for a good, like, so like a few months. And I'm like, yes, Ella's getting one. This person's getting one. It was just so good. But yeah, I can't wait to do that to you this year. Anyway, I am joined today by Monique from The Socialista. Thank you so much for coming on here with me today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be on the podcast. I literally listen to your podcast every single week, like clockwork, mm. while I'm at the gym because, you know what, if you're multitasking, you're winning at life. Mm-hmm. 100%. <laughs> doing at the gym. <laughs> yes, and that's exactly what I do too. And that's that's like the time where I listen to my audiobooks and listen to my podcast yeah. and I feel, like, I feel like I absorb it more because they say that when you're actively listening, like when you're actually walking or doing something and listening to something, you will retain that information a lot more because you're like, oh, yeah, I remember that thing I was listening to while I was on the treadmill or while I was doing this. I so, agree 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Because I'm even when you're, when you're working out, your mind's not really doing anything. You're just kind of no. focusing on what you're working out, but then your mind's yeah. kind of like, oh, whatever, whatever's happening. But with a podcast, I just feel like I'm learning and really narrowing down what I'm focusing on while also working on my body at the same time. So it's like a win-win. Yeah. And that's also when you get such good ideas because you're listening to something, you're mo- like, you've got these endorphins happening, you're moving your body, uh, you're breathing a lot more. Mm. So you're getting a lot more airflow to your brain. And that's when you feel like you're getting inspired and you get new ideas. I always take notes whenever I'm listening to my audiobook <laughs> at the gym because I get inspired for like posts or content. You should see my notes on my phone. I think I'm going to open up now and see how many it says. Oh my God, I'm the same. It says, where am I? Hold on. On my iPhone, 279 um, notes on my phone. Okay. I'm going to outdo you there for a second. (laughs) (laughs) I have 724. (laughs) I take a lot of notes. (laughs) And I thought I was bad, dear God. (laughs) 
But like I, for for example, I will have my notes open on my laptop as well, and while I'm watching maybe keynotes or um, lately I've been watching the social media summit Oh yeah, that happened at the beginning of this year and I'm still working my way through some of those videos and I'll just take notes. That's yeah, okay. I feel like that's Perfect. the best way for me to actually absorb what I'm learning is for me to take notes. I'm the same. And even when I was at uni and things like that, I would sit there and listen to the lecturer, take my notes. Other people are just sitting there listening. I'm like, how do you retain this information? Mm-hmm. I, I need it's to take actually, notes. It's actually the best form um, of distraction for me. When I'm on an airplane, I'll listen to my audio book or a podcast and I'll take notes to distract me from being on the airplane. Yes, yes. Because I remember um, hearing you say that about like your – not your fear as much, but yeah, of flying. Mm. Um, we'll see how we go this week. I'm getting on an airplane on Thursday and I'm actually quite excited about it. I'm excited for you. And because you've never been to Byron before either. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you're going to I'm love very, it. Very the weather up there is amazing. That's what I'm looking forward to the most. <laughs> Just the warmth. <laughs> it's so good. The sand's beautiful. The place is beautiful. Um, I'm not sure how it is now, but when I went, it was before the whole world turned upside down and there were mm-hmm. lots on the streets and it's just a, such a great vibe to be around. I can't wait. I've heard such good things and everybody that I've spoken to has, has told me that I'm going to love it. So yeah, it's such a vibe. I'm so excited. Yay. <laughs> so good. But today, I guess I wanted to really talk to you about of course, social media, reels, how you're going with that, how you're teaching other people, what results you're seeing. And then I guess some of the myths that we've both bust on the ground. (laughs) There's quite a few. (laughs) There's so many. Um, And even just then we were talking before I hit record, we're talking about some coaching sessions and I had one the other week and I was giving some, some tips and some helpful advice and this lady was just like, oh, no, I don't want to do that. But it's I like, how are you going that. to grow? You need to step outside your comfort zone, step outside of your little box because that's where the greatness happens, right outside of your comfort zone. Yeah, exactly. That's where you hit gold. So I think it's just about feeling the fear, doing it anyway because at the end of the day, if you map out all of the pros and all of the cons of doing that one thing, I'm telling you the cons are going to be so much smaller than the pros because in the long run, it's going to give you so much more growth than anything else. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's when you're most uncomfortable, that is exactly when you're going to grow. Yeah. Not just on your Instagram, but in life, life in general. 100%. 100%. Yeah. So Instagram reels. Mm. What a love. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, for those of you who don't know, Instagram brought out a brand new feature, I want to say about six weeks ago called Instagram Reels and I'm loving it. You're loving it. Yes. You're still in the game with Reels too. So, um, I'm like, your Reels are amazing. <laughs> I freaking love them. They're just so much fun and I, I'm i so blown away by, one, the, the response that I've gotten from my Reels and, two, the amount of inquiries and sales that I've made for my Reels mm. is out of this world. Yes. Talk to us about that. So Instagram reels essentially are, well, now it's 30 seconds you can do, but 
either 15 or 30 second videos that you upload. You can either create them inside Instagram reels or what I like to do. I'm pretty sure you do do this too, Ella. Mm -hmm. I record it all on my phone and then I edit it in InShot and then I bring it over to reels. Yeah. Yeah. I just find there's a lot more creative freedom there. Yeah. And you can do those transitions and you can edit out like, I don't know, the unnecessary bits. Yeah. A hundred percent. Whereas I think editing it in Instagram reels is so restrictive and I'm like, oh my gosh, just give me some more here. Give me some more leverage. But yeah. So Instagram reels, yeah. Six weeks ago it came out and I have been posting about two to three reels per week for the past six weeks. And my account has grown to like almost 3000 followers. So good. In that time. Yeah. My impressions like almost hit a hundred thousand impressions in a week. Um, profile visits went up over 3000 per, mm, per week. So you know, good. Yeah. Like insane. The reach I'm going to bring up my, so I do a report on my own Instagram every single week. Um, yep. I also, I kind of treat my own page. Like it's one of my clients where I do my report. I understand my analytics, understand what the content I've created why that did well and then try to you know replicate or mimic that for the week to come but I will bring up this report and it says okay so yeah 20 yeah 91,768 that was my engagement two weeks ago and I posted three reels yeah so it was really good but um it's actually insane like the reach that you can get from reels. Yeah. I've, I've um, found that because Instagram has brought out reels right now, they are actually restricting the amount of reach and engagement on normal posts. Mm. Have you found that as well? I have. Yeah. yeah. I've noticed, well, I've noticed both. So f- some of my posts, if I just do a photo, they, they are doing insane. And then other posts, if I do say a reel and then a post, that post after won't do as well. Yeah, because that reel is stealing all the spotlight and all the reach yeah. in comparison yeah. to that post. So, yeah. yeah, that does make sense. But um, I think – so there's three different types of reels that you can post um, if, if you break down – the content pillars for that. So one is the entertainment reel. So that's, you know, doing your funny voiceovers, doing your fun, exciting dances and things like that. So just something that's going to keep your audience intrigued, entertained, and, you know, bring, bring a light to them. Yeah. Another one is your, your value add or your educational reel. So that's where you're sharing your top tips, your, your hacks and insight into what you do and what works well. So that's a really good one as well. And then the third one, which I find is absolutely killing it right now is the reels that are relatable. Oh, oh, my oh yes. That one that you did the other day. What, which one was, I mean, you've done, the public you've done a lot. <laughs> the, one, <laughs> the one exactly where, where you're your own business owner and you pencil in your day off. And then it doesn't and happen then, at all. And then it doesn't happen. That was the best. And I was like, yes, don't I know it? Yes. And so reels like that, my act- my my most popular reel at the moment is a reel I posted about three weeks ago. And again, it's in that relatability content pillar. And it talks about, let me just get it up for you. It says, it's got something like 30,000 views. 
Is it the one what owning a business is actually like? Yes. So um, it's actually when you do these three things, you'll be successful. Oh, actually, it's been you've it's got, been overtaken. You've got a few. <laughs> you've got a few. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, what a business, what owning a business is actually like, that's got 34.3K. Yeah. Yeah, and the other second one has 33.4K, which was leading for a long time there, but now it's been overtaken. So I've found that the trend between those two is that they relate to business owners and gives them an insight into the relatability of what it's actually like. So many people commented saying, oh, my gosh, this is so true or this is so me or I'm so glad I'm not the only one because you build that um, you build that community around people thinking, oh, I'm not the only one. I'm a part of something bigger than myself. Yeah, I love so, that. Yeah, a lot of people feel like they can relate to you, can connect to you, and from that when people know you, they like you, they can connect they then mm-hmm. reach out to you, you build that trust, and that's when you bring in the sales. So Yes, exactly. I even had someone, I was just going through my DMs this morning, and somebody was like, oh, I've just watched all your reels, by the way. Where did you get this from? And I was like, oh, that's nice. It's so nice, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. And it's really cool. You put so much effort into reels and creating the videos and coming up with the, with the ideas and for it to come back and you get little messages like that and it all makes it worthwhile. Yeah. I, I enjoy making them so much more than just a normal post. Oh, me too. Me too. I think I finish editing them and I kind of do like a little mini happy dance. Like, yes, it's done. Yeah. It's done. Yes. <laughs> it's good because you can literally go through a lot of your content that you have created already. Mm-hmm. You may have spent a lot of time maybe on a carousel or a long caption or even an IGTV video and you can repurpose all of that into a reel. Exactly. And one thing that I've found is really interesting is that, so when people find my reels either on the explore page or from people sharing them or whatever it might be, a lot of people DM me saying, I love your personality. Mm. Like, I love how fun and exciting you are. Or Yes, you are. <laughs> yeah. And like, I love, you know, I, I hang for your reels because I just like that, that burst of energy. But I think reels are such a great way just to kind of really showcase your personality because that's really hard to do over photos or even normal videos. Yep. So I find reels just gives us that really great avenue to express who we are as, as people, not just who we are as business owners. That's true because we could both be talking about the same topic or giving the same tip and it's the way that you deliver that. It's the way that you've created that video, the way maybe you have trans like the transitions, the song that you use, it's everything, mm. everything that puts it together. It, that's an expression of your, not just your branding, but your personality as well. Exactly right. And if you're a personal brand, that is, that's your gold right there. That's, mm-hmm. that's what you capitalize on because the difference between you and another business that is perhaps in your same industry is, is you. you. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what I talk about all the time. I, li- I think I did a post about this yes, the other day. <laughs> I remember that one, but it's true because if, if everyone's selling the same thing, if everyone's selling yeah. well, not the same, but similar kind of services, what makes someone choose you over someone else? Exactly. It's just you and maybe the way that you teach or the way that you connect with them and the best way to convince someone that you are the go-to person in the industry and why they should work with you is through videos. And right now it's through reels. Yeah. 
video content is the fastest way to build trust, hands down. A hundred percent. And it doesn't even need to be, you know, high production value videos. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. people get really caught up in the logistics of creating videos. Oh, I need to do this or, oh, I need this program or I need to wait till I get this backdrop. Yes. People they don't do. care. They don't yeah. care. It's just they want that authentic connection with a business owner or a person on social media. They don't want that clean, polished look anymore. No, exactly. And actually so many business owners that I talk to, they're like, oh, I, I, I can't shop on stories because I don't have a nice place to do them. Mm-hmm. You don't need a nice place to do them. I mm-hmm. even like the ones that I do every day, I've just created a tiny little space in my house in the spare bedroom. But before that, I reckon I set my actual home office up one year ago. Yeah. And you, I feel like you don't need much space. You just need the idea, the inspiration. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. And I think people aren't really taking notice of what's around you and what's happening. They're more interested in what you're talking about and what you're saying and what you're showcasing. Yeah, exactly. As opposed to, or even like people, people say, oh, I can't get on my Instagram stories. I don't have makeup on. Or oh, um, If that was the case, I would never be on story. <laughs> I know. The amount of times that I used to show up like in my PJs yeah, or even, you know, I'm making something, I'm cooking, I don't know, brownies or cookies, whatever it might be. And I'm in my robe and PJs just like, Hey guys, here's what I'm doing. And people Mm -hmm. respond. They're like, Oh, awesome. What's that recipe? And it brings you, it brings you back down to earth, especially for someone like, for example, you, you have like an insane amount of followers, girl, you're crushing it. Um, (laughs) but so someone who has, you know, amazing followers, people look up to those people because they're like, wow, they're, they're doing so well. They're smashing it. And sometimes to some people who might have say a hundred followers or maybe less than a thousand followers, you seem a bit too unattainable because you've got this big number. But when you show up on stories as who you are as a person, maybe no makeup, just doing what you do, it brings you down that, that notch. So you are able to connect with that, that audience member. Yeah. And I've, I've even started doing that with my YouTube videos. There was a long time in the beginning where I, I, like, I felt like I had to just dedicate it to one day or, you know, on a Friday morning I would sit down and I would film my YouTube videos because that's the day I put makeup on and like look yeah. nice. And now I'm just like, oh, I've got time. I'll just sit down. Just finished a workout. I don't care. I'm just going <laughs> to film this YouTube video. <laughs> if they can't take you with all of you, then they don't deserve you at all. <laughs> yeah, but it, I, I completely understand that in the beginning that's oh, that could be fun. what makes you jump on. Like you feel comfortable with yourself. You're like, oh, yeah, I look good. When you look, when you look good, you feel good, you've got more confidence. So in the beginning, that, that if that's what's going to get you to jump on stories, then do it. But you, you'll get used to it. You'll get more comfortable. You'll stop giving a crap about what people might yeah. say. Yeah. A hundred percent. I always say to my clients, okay, if you're wanting to get on Instagram stories or you're wanting to get on reels, start small, start mm-hmm. just getting your phone, recording a story of something in front of you. So not even of your face, just maybe of your, your laptop, or maybe you're doing a behind the scenes, or maybe you're doing an unboxing video, just something that might maybe even have your voice in the background, but not show your face yet, because that will just get you used to the idea of creating Instagram stories. Yeah. Once you then have that down packed, then you want to start introducing, okay, let's record my face on just my camera 
and get used to just talking to the camera and being used to just spitting out whatever comes to your mind. Because at the end of the day, people are there to connect with you as a person and not, and they know that they, that you're not perfect. They, mm-hmm. You might stuff up, you might say something wrong, but you know what? Instagram stories, you can delete it and redo it. It's not set in stone. Yeah. And they only last 24 hours as well. Exactly. So if you do make a mistake or something does happen, it's fine. It's 24 minutes, 24 hours. And anything that mistake brings you even closer to your audience because they're like, oh, that's, yeah, you're like me too. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But people, for people who are umming and ahhing about Instagram reels, one, you don't need to dance on Instagram reels for it to be effective. (laughs) No. Not at all. <laughs> I just like to dance only well, I don't dance like fully all the time, but um you just move around, you just show your a bit of personality and a bit of um energetic energy in there. Um I guess I just kind of show my old dancer side when I was younger. When I say where yeah. I mean like four years ago. <laughs> uh-huh. But um no, I think if you're going to start off with Instagram reels, start off small, start off with showing behind the scenes, show what your day's like, show maybe why you started your business, maybe yeah. reintroduce yourself and who you are, what you do. Start off with those kinds of things to get people to know you, to like you, to trust you, and then build up. Once you start getting the confidence and once you start, you know, seeing the response of people, because when people respond to videos and reels like that, that gives you the confidence to keep going. Yeah, definitely. The hardest thing is that first step to start. Yeah. But once you start, you then get on a roll and you, you're, you're almost untouchable. You're on a roll. You can keep going and you will see that growth. You will see that, you know, immense, not even just growth on social media, but personal growth. Yeah. As well. I can yeah. attest to that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you can but yeah instagram reels if you wanted to jump on and do it start now don't start tomorrow because if you start tomorrow you're going to put it off yeah write down a list write down what you want to talk about what you want to do and then do it because if you don't do it now when are you going to do it exactly you don't have to wait till you have makeup on exactly exactly or when it's light outside when it's fine or if maybe until you move into your new house or when you get your new camera or when you get your phone, there's always going to be that, oh, I'll do that when I get this. Yeah. Or I'll do this when I get that. If, if you lived your life by that mentality, you would get nothing done because there's always something else. There's always something you can get that is better than what you have already. It's just a never ending. So true. So true. I did a podcast actually went up today with uh, Luca and she's an incredible business coach. And we were talking about this, but in a business, like from a business perspective that people just put off things so much because they're just waiting for, oh, I just need another qualification or yeah. just, I just need to do another course or I need another book. Whereas she, she really emphasizes the fact that if you implemented half of what you already know, then you would be much further ahead already. Exactly. And it's just really all about being 1% better than you were yesterday. Yeah. Right? Just do that one thing that you need to get off your list or that one thing that will make you one step better. It could be spending 15 minutes reading a book. It could be jumping on your Instagram stories for the first time. That 1% better, doing that that one Instagram reel, you know, increasing your skill set to then be that 1% better than you were yesterday. 
And that's really something I wish I had done when I first started my business because I feel like this year I have really invested in personal development and just courses and things like that. But I feel like if I had done that two years ago when I first started, I would be in such a different spot. And I feel like so many of the people that are purchasing my course or doing one-on-one coaching with me are people, lots of social media managers at the beginning of their journey. And I was like, wow, I wish I had like, I wish I knew to go book in with a coaching session with, with the person that I aspire to be with the person that I want to be. But I feel like also when we started, I don't know what it is, but I think when we started doing social media and um, stuff like that, there wasn't, I didn't find there was someone that was out there that was attainable yeah. to us yeah. or yeah. our inspiration. I found that as well. Yeah. Which I'm also, it's, it's kind of nice that we've grown our businesses and grown ourselves and our, our authority in the sphere to be able to be that to someone else, because I wish I had that when I was starting to. Mm. Yeah, but that's exactly why I created the course because my course is exactly what I wish I had when I was first starting. That's amazing. And now you can purchase it. Anybody can go do it. Yes, your course looks amazing. Like so good, so jam-packed with all the juicy bits. I feel like there might be a bit too much in there. That's so hard to, even with coaching sessions, I get, Mm. um, I finish the session, it's a a one-hour session, and I look at them and I'm like, I know it's a lot to digest. I know it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> how did how did your reels training go the other day? Oh, I've funny. seen so many people create their reels from that training. And what do you feel like were like the key takeaways? So good. So we I did a one-hour Instagram Reels Masterclass where I basically spoke about how to create reels, how to get your music on reels, different kinds of ideas and how to do transitions. I think mm. – the best, like the best um, key takeaway that came from that was getting people more confident in the sense of, okay, this isn't as hard as I thought it was. Yeah. Or this isn't as complex as I thought it was because Instagram loves making our lives super hard, right? Yeah. <laughs> super hard because some people don't have music on their reels, so that defers people from creating reels. But there are ways around that. Like, yeah. Um, I have different ways of getting music onto your phone and then creating it in in InShot and then uploading it as a reel. Yeah, Um, exactly. But a lot of people, one of the best things that I found from the masterclass was transitions. So I taught so many different people how to do different transitions, like um, the wipe, the jump, taking your clothes off. Like that sounds a bit weird, but taking your clothes (laughs) off. Yeah. So did you do it live? Did you show everyone live on camera how to do that? <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> this is how you do it, guys. <laughs> Watch and learn. <laughs> yes, so almost like that. Um, I did a reel where I was sitting on the bed and I fell into the bed and I felt and I came up the other side, almost like mm. a circle. So mm-hmm. just interesting reels real transitions like that, that I taught them. And so after the masterclass, I saw a lot of people jump on and I just love in people's enthusiasm when they're like, yes, I know how to do this transition. Now I'm going to jump on and I'm going to try it and I'm going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And they smash it. Like it's, it's really not hard once you know what you're doing. And then once you get into the groove of it, you're, you're, you're good to go. 
it can be overwhelming when Instagram does maybe do an update or bring out a new feature. And one, just jumping on Instagram is so hard for a lot of people. So then when they bring out something new, it's very overwhelming. It's like, seriously, another thing, I can barely get a hold of this one. But my advice to, to people who, you know, own businesses or using Instagram to, you know, have a growing income Mm. is when Instagram does bring out a new feature or a new update, whatever it might be, go and follow the people who are early adapters of that update because you're going to learn so much from them because they're learning it for you and you can learn from them. Then you can book in a coaching session. You can, you know, join their course, join their masterclass, whatever it might Mm -hmm. be to be able to learn how to do it like them. So that cuts your time of, testing and trialing and umming and ahhing about it in half because they've done it all for you. They've given you exactly what works, what doesn't work. So you're not sitting there wasting time trying to figure it out. Yeah, exactly. That's probably the best thing you can do is you know where your skills are. You know what works for you. So if you, instead of just being like, I don't know how to do this and wasting hours and hours and hours, find the person that knows how to do it. Yeah. That's exactly right. And that's why coaching works so well because that person has already been where you are, can already teach you how to then fast track what you're doing right now so that you don't waste time. Um, Yeah, definitely something I wish I invested in when I first started Um, because it's almost like you do everything kind of ad hoc to begin with because you have no idea what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, because you're trying and testing different things. Yes, And then you get to a point where it's like, okay, I really need to take this seriously. And so you start putting in different processes, different systems to make things work more seamlessly for you. Yeah. But still it's like, damn, this should have been done from the start. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's how you learn, right? I feel like this time last year, my business was in such a different spot and it wasn't until January where I put all these things in place. I put all these automations in place. You know, I got zero, I got, um, Panda Doc, and all of a sudden, my business has grown so much. I love I like, that. Well, why, why didn't anyone tell me to do this? But you have to figure it out because if somebody just tells you every single thing to do, and you like, especially if you're a coach, and if somebody's telling you every little thing, then you, I guess you're not going to learn. Exactly. You can't make those decisions. And then you can't really understand or have that insight in, into what your clients are going through because. Mm they'd be essentially going through the same thing that you are. Yeah. Which is kind of awesome. But, you know, everyone grows, everyone learns, and I think it's just about biting the bullet, getting out there, learning from someone who's already smashing the game like you, and then learning from that. Yeah. So So do you have any content ideas for us for Reels? Oh, Reels. Okay. Maybe one for each category that you were saying. Okay. So relatability – you want to think about something that your audience is like, oh, me too. Oh, that's so relatable. And usually it's something that happens just in your day-to-day life. Yeah. It's just something that's so mundane and you just write it down and then do it. So, for example, if you um, – well, my one from last week was, you know, you schedule a day off and it doesn't, doesn't happen. happen. <laughs> yeah. And it's just the way that you portray that that makes it – a bit funny or a bit relatable or a bit, you know, it's lighthearted. It's lighthearted humor and it really connects with your audience. So something that's relatable could be, let's just say, um, you have a client. Oh, could even be, what, what, what does your client tell you? 
So it could be a, a struggle or a pain point. Not even that. That could be more of your value. That's your value side, your educational side. More like, mm-hmm. okay, what what are your struggles with clients at the moment, right? Oh, yeah. So, for example, um, a struggle might be a client coming to you at 5 p.m. saying, hey, Monique, can you do this for me? It's going to be really yeah. quick, I swear. And you're like, yeah. um, it's 5 o'clock on Friday and you want me to create six posts for you right now to be out for next week? Are you crazy? Like, yeah. like that yeah. kind of stuff. So think about different things and different encounters that you've had with clients or with suppliers or just in your own journey as a business owner and mm-hmm. make something out of that because that's when someone else can relate. So, or, yeah, also your journey, knowing about or talking about yeah. different elements that happen in your journey. And that would be, I, yeah. Yeah. I did one on TikTok and um, I've seen a few people use the voiceover too and it was just about my prices going up. And it was the Kim Kardashian one where oh. she's like, 25 grand, 25 grand for what? She's like, do you think I'm doing this for free? <laughs> I remember watching that one. That was like you posted that back in like April or something, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That was, that so, was funny. so good. So good. So things it's like that, your pricing, yeah. things, things that are a bit, you know, tongue-in-cheek, you know, you might. Yeah. It's a bit on the edgy side with talking about clients and what you go through, but they're they're the types of content that actually cut through the noise and really connect with your audience. So that's really good to remember. Um, In terms of the valuable value add Instagram reels, the best ones for that are, you know, listening to what your audience is saying. Social listening is so, so important. Yeah. So what people are sending you a DM about, what are they asking you questions about? What are they saying in reply to your Instagram stories? How are they commenting on your posts? What are they saying in your meetings with them? Write down their struggles. So, for example, I got a phone call one of my, from my, one of my friends last week. He's like, Monique, what do I do with my caption? I just don't know if, if I'm doing it right or what's happening. And so I got off the phone with him and I wrote a caption and an Instagram story about that. And so many people replied yeah. being like, wow, this is, I so needed this today. This is so good. And I'm like, yeah. if one person is asking that question, chances are 10 other people are also having that same struggle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's exactly what I do on my like discovery calls as well. When, um, when you have that first 10 minute call, the first thing I ask them is, so what are you struggling exactly. with, with Instagram? Yep. Yeah. That's and exactly even if, even if you don't close that, call or sale or deal you have research and content ideas exactly because what better way to be able to connect with your audience and really make sure that your post is hitting them in the right spot than going right to the source mm-hmm. and the best exactly. way for that as well is like using your instagram stories putting up yeah. polls and stickers and i know you love stickers um mm. <laughs> to really understand what your audience wants to learn about or what they want to know about Something I do as well, which is a bit sneaky, is I go into Facebook groups, yep. for example, like like-minded bitches, and I'll type in keywords to do with my industry. There are always thousands of questions from your ideal client, yep. like mine are women, female business owners, uh, asking questions about Instagram or social media. Hey, does anybody know this or this 
or there actually is um, there are posts up there from social media managers and they'll say, hey, I've just started this Instagram business. What are your questions about Instagram? And you're like, yes, this is a gold mine. Yes, I love that because you're going directly to the source. Like yeah. even if you're not a part of those kind of Facebook groups, one, I do suggest that you do join them because not only are they mm-hmm. great for content, but people recommend you and you get jobs from that, which is great. Um, but also going to YouTube and going mm-hmm. to Reddit. So they're the two that I was to go to. Yeah. And for example, you go into YouTube and you type in Instagram tips for or Instagram marketing or social media for, and then see what comes up in the related searches mm-hmm. and then create content around that. Or I have my Reddit um, notifications on. So whenever someone posts a question about social media or Instagram or maybe an update change on Reddit, I'm alerted straight away and I can see what the conversation is kind of going towards on that. Yep. Yeah. So research is really important when it comes to social media. You can't just post something. Oh yeah. My audience will like that. But do they really? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, um, the third one, so we've done, um, we've done relatability, we've done value. And so the third one is entertainment. So that's like what you were saying, Ella, with the, with the voiceovers. Yeah those kind of ones are really good because one, you're using a pop culture reference. So Kim Kardashian, I did one with, I did friends. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. So did a friends one and that one did really well because people recognize the voices. They recognize that, that scene in that show or in that movie that they can then relate to as well. So people comment being like, Oh my gosh, this is gold. This is great. So I think it's really meeting your audience where they're at. And a lot of people are really into, you know, the Kim Kardashian references or the friends references or whatever it might be. And so that really hits home for them too. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Really, really good ideas there guys. So I think if you're not making a reel after this episode, that <laughs> I don't know what else you can do. Maybe book in a coaching session with Mon. <laughs> Oh, there's just so much you can do. Like even if you start off small and do behind the scenes, yeah. um, unboxing, record yourself um, in your day to day life. Do snippets of that. Maybe even show if you're if you're a graphic designer, show the four stages of creating a logo. Like there's just so mm. many different avenues that you can go down just to kind of showcase. One, and if you need. I think if you really need ideas as well, just jump on reels and start binge watching some reels yeah. and look at what other people are doing and get some inspiration or, or jump on TikTok. Have yeah. a look. I also go on Instagram reels to find songs that I find yeah. are really, really good. Yeah. And like- now there's a new feature that you can save them. Yeah. So you can save them to your, to your Instagram. Yes. Yeah. And then I just then add it to a folder. Yeah. So good. So yeah. then I go I back. They, they do that last week. Um, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So. And I'm like Instagram bringing out the goods. Just now make music available for everyone. Everyone. I know with all these updates, you would think that that, that would be something they could do. <laughs> oh. Up your game, Instagram. I know. Up your game. Oh, I don't know. It's just I find I don't know if you found this but I've definitely found it when I use music from Instagram, my reels do a lot better than using yeah. my original audio. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. They do. Good. I'm glad it wasn't just me. 
No, they definitely do. Mm, oh. It's very interesting. But reels are a great place to be. And plus, you just they're just so much fun and your audience gets to know you. I get I got a message, uh, a DM last night from a girl who's in America. She's in North Carolina. She messaged me and she's like, Hey, I just saw your reels on the explore page. I absolutely love what you're doing. I'm a I'm about to become a social media manager or a VA and I'd love to learn from you. I just booked in a discovery call on your website. I'd love, I'm, I can't wait to connect. And this Isn't morning, cool? yeah, this morning I had my zoom discovery call with her and we booked in our sessions and <gasps> that's it. That's awesome. It's yeah. so good. It's like, do you think having, sorry, one more point and then we'll wrap it up. I know we're going. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you think having that really strong call to action at the end of your reel that helps as well? Yes. So there's definitely a structure to your reels, 100%. Mm. In order for them to do well, you need to have a structure. So similar to an Instagram post, you start off with your hook. So that's the mm-hmm. one thing that your audience, it's the juicy part of the post, the juicy part of the reel. It's it's what your audience is craving, that, that little knowledge of nugget or that topic. So for example, the five ways to boost your Instagram engagement. To them, mm. they're like, oh, awesome. I need to get on this train. I need to know. Yeah or the four apps that you need to increase your Instagram reach. Like people love that information. And for us, that's just kind of our everyday norm. And what we do is sharing that kind of knowledge. But so starting off with that hard hitting, bold statement saying, this is it, this is what what you're learning about today. Mm -hmm. So that intrigues them, right? Then because essentially you have three seconds at the start of your video to hook your audience in. So that three seconds needs to have your hook that gets your audience to continue watching. Then after that, you have your value. This is where you give your, you know, your one, two, three points or your action steps, or you give your value there. So you can do that by pointing, whatever it might be. You could just give away your tips there. And then at the end, you have your CTA where it's like, follow me for more tips or head the link in my bio to book in a session. Or, um, did you find this helpful? That Mm -hmm. then encourages people to be like, okay, I've watched this reel. I've interacted. I love it. Where do I go from here? Yeah. You know, and then if you follow me on my Instagram or see more tips on my Instagram, they'll then go to your Instagram page, check out the rest of the content that you have. And that's why it's so important so that for your organic content to be really, really on point because they then validate you and your worth, not your worth, validate you and your expertise based yeah. on the kinds of content that you are posting and if that aligns with them. Mm-hmm. So good. I think having that call to action is very helpful, especially if they find you through the explore page. Yeah. And this is the first time they're seeing you. So if you're having that follow for more, go to my page for more, uh, DM me if you want to book in or all of those sorts of things, then you're giving them that next step that they then go and do. Yeah. And I know it feels a bit weird because I know when I first started doing the CTA on my reels, I usually, whenever I write an Instagram post, I'd always write, did you find this helpful? I had to link in my bio to learn more. I had never actually gone follow me for more tips because essentially the majority of the people who are watching it are already following me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Whereas Instagram Reels yeah. is a whole new ball game. Your, your reach is out of this world and the amount of people that see it who aren't following you are more times likely to be from the explore page or people who aren't already following you. So having that CTA saying, Hey, come and follow me. Hey, come and join this community that I've created and learn some more tips about Instagram and how to grow 
not only your business, but you as a person, you know, come follow me. And I love that. Yeah. So at first it does feel a bit odd because you're like, well, these people are following me already. Like, why am I telling them to follow me again? (laughs) (laughs) Trust me on an, on an Instagram reel, you need to have that CTA saying, come over, you know, it's an invitation. You know, you don't go Mm -hmm. to a party without an invitation. Yeah. So why yeah. would you go to someone's Instagram page without that invitation saying, hey, cool, you like that reel that I've just done? Come and join me on my Instagram page where you're going to absolutely love the content that I'm giving to you for free. It's funny because on YouTube, you do that. Right. You do that in every video and you're like, thank you for I'm watching, surprised. subscribe, like, you know, all the things. But we don't do that on Instagram. No. No, it's it's so but true. Yes. Yeah, yeah, on reels, we can do that. YouTube. Yep. Hit it like YouTube mm-hmm. because you're always reaching a new audience member every single time you post a reel. And what I love about reels, quickly before like we end this, but reels has a huge life, um, like, yes. life like the shelf life of your Instagram reel is out of this world. I have reels yep. that I've posted maybe three or four weeks ago and they're still kicking on. So good. They're kicking on. People are finding me from that. People are still commenting on those reels. And just because you posted it at three or four weeks ago doesn't make it any less valuable. No, exactly. Remember, and repurposing that that content or even reposting that to your Instagram stories just to kind of heighten that awareness for that reel is really important. But, yeah. So good. Exactly. I think – your post, your stories, what, 24-hour max. Your posts will have maybe a 48-hour lifespan max. Yeah, two to three your days. Reels, yeah. Your reels are going for a couple of weeks. Yeah. And there's some things that I jump on Instagram, on, on Instagram and go on my feed, and I think this was last week. So last week was like the first week of October or whatever it might be, and I was seeing reels from like September 24th, and it says the word September 24th. So we were well over a week yeah. that had been posted and I was watching them. And a lot of them I was watching them for the second time. That's true, actually. Yeah. So I've seen that. Yeah, so you don't just watch that reel the one time. And you'll find a lot of your audience, your audience members will actually re-watch the same reel that you've created multiple times because they love it so much or because they want to go back and take notes or they didn't quite get that word that you posted and they want to go back and re-watch it. So you're getting multiple views from the same person. So you're increasing your impressions while also increasing your reach at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is really great. I think it's awesome as well, especially if you give lots of little tips in there and they're like, oh, what was that one? I missed that one. I'll go back and watch it another five times. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. And I'll have, um, it's so funny. I, I went to the gym. I go to the gym with two of my friends and at the gym music comes on and what song was it? One of the songs, um, my, my two years in business Instagram reel, it's that, um, song and my heart goes, mm-hmm. ba, 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 that song yeah. so it was the, the terrible scene, but, <laughs> um, that song came on in the gym and I was on the squat rack and my other friend was on the treadmill. My other friend was in the other room. They both came out the exact same time, ran over to me and they're like, Monique, this is your song. And they started doing the dance. Oh. <laughs> so good <laughs> oh, you guys stop it <laughs> oh that's really nice so people remember I find whenever I talk about reels 
someone will always be like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Or, oh, yeah, I remember what you've done there. Or yeah, even with us talking now, we're talking about the reels we did maybe a few weeks ago and we both remember that exact reel. Yeah, exactly. So it just goes to show that not only does it have increased impressions and increased reach, but you actually remember them a lot more and a lot better. Yeah. So then because that way, of the music and everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's more entertaining. And that also increases your brand awareness. Yep. And your credibility. Exactly guys. So yeah. get on reels. Get on reels. Jump mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. Start Hopefully <laughs> if this has inspired you to go do a reel, please tag us yes, in your reel and we will share them. Yes, I love seeing people just bite the bullet, jump on and create an Instagram reel. Yeah, I love it as well. I love it. It's the best. Thank you so much for coming on here with me today. Just before we go, where can everybody find you? Awesome. So you can find me on Instagram and it's at the socialista with an underscore. Um, You can also find me on my website, www.thesocialista.com.au. Yeah, where I basically share my tips and tricks about Instagram and some Instagram reels every day. (laughs) I will tag you below as well. So if anybody wants to go check you out, book in a coaching session, which I highly recommend doing, then you can as well. But thank you guys so much for tuning in today. I hope you like this episode and I will talk to you all next week. Bye. Bye.